Good morning, everyone, and thank you so much for joining me for Modern Living with Dr. Angela. I am your host, Dr. Angela Chester. My guest today is Cedric Spearman, and we are talking about his book, Power or Performance. The Systemic Destruction of Church, the Way God Intended. I know, such an intriguing title. Well, I cannot wait to get started. Good morning, Cedric. Thank you so much for joining me today. Good morning. How are you? I am well. Thank you so much for making time to visit with us today. Now, I want to um, start off asking about the title. I love how authors really challenge us. Sometimes they stretch us, they take us on the journey with them, and they start with an intriguing title. So I have to ask, why did you uh, use that those words to entitle your book? Well, I was really back and forth with it, uh, a couple of different titles, and I settled on uh, the title that Power of Performance uh, because I believe that it fit with uh, the content uh, of the book and I believe it spoke directly to uh, what it was that the Lord wanted me to, to say in the project so I settled on that. The subtitle actually came later after I was already well into the project um, but that's pretty much where it came from. Uh, I knew I wanted to deal with, uh, church issues as well as, you know, are we really operating in the power of God when we come together? Is his presence present? Uh, is his spirit moving and, or are we simply coming together, going through the motions, um, entertaining the, the congregants, and um, are we really having church or doing church the way God intended? So it's uh, because those two entities can't dwell in the same space. Either God's power is going to be present and obvious, or we are going to perform um, and that's where the title came from. I love it. Oh, I'm so glad that I asked the question because people need to know that there is a huge difference. Um, it's funny that you say that because I was in a conversation the other day, and we were talking about how many times we think that people go to church not actually to uh, hear from God, to spend time with God, to, you know, be inspired uh, by Scripture, but because that's where their friends are on, on Sundays, you know, that it has become uh, a little bit more of a, of a, a simply a social gathering as opposed to um, a place of worship. So you are so right. So many people are kind of playing at, at doing this church thing. So uh, thank you for that. Now, you are a veteran. Thank you so much for your service. But you are also um, someone who has been in ministry for quite some time, since, 19, since the 1990s. Now, with that being said, that means that you have seen a lot, both in your military service as well as in your ministry services as well. 
Was there a particular thing from either side of your life, perhaps, that inspired you to really say, now is the time I need to get this book out and really need to share this message and to, to challenge the reader to, to, to do what God has called them to do? Uh, yeah, there was a particular time. Um, I had written uh, two previous uh, books, and when the Lord gave me the inspiration for this one, um, I began to take notes and write some things down. I always carry uh, legal pads with me um, so that when the Lord speaks, I can jot it down at that moment. That way I don't lose, um, I don't lose that information. When he gave me the inspiration for this book, I actually did not want to write it uh, because I knew the <clears throat> content uh, that was going to go into the project, and um, a lot of those subjects are controversial. Uh, people may not always necessarily agree with uh, the viewpoint that I that I approach it from, and so I didn't want to write the book. So I initially started it. I put it away for several months, uh, actually over a year. I didn't do anything with it. I didn't touch it. Uh, I didn't mess with it because, uh, again, I, I just it was something that I didn't want to put out there initially. And then about a year or so later, uh, the Spirit spoke to me and said, you need to get back to work on that project and release that book. Um, so at that particular time, I began to work. Uh, at a pretty rapid pace, uh, all of my days off, all of my time off were spent uh, in my office with the door closed. And uh, sometimes I would literally work on it from the time I got up in the morning, which was about 6, till the time I went to bed at night, which sometimes was 10:30, 11 o'clock. And after completing it, uh, that's when I moved forward with the publication process. But that's when I knew that... It was something that the Lord wanted me to release, and whether or not uh, individuals would agree with the content or not, uh, it was something that I felt pressed uh, to finish, and that the Lord wanted me to put out there as a publication, and that's why I um, came back and finished a project after initially uh, taking a year off uh, from writing it. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I, I thank you so much for for that answer because I remember speaking to another author that said, you know, I I really didn't want to do it, you know, either. I I, I knew it needed to be done, but I it wasn't like on the the top of my to do list. And I think mm-hmm. he said it took him about five to ten years to really kind of roll back around to it. But once he did, he too had that kind of that pressing feeling, that that call to action. He was like, okay, you know, God's really telling me I need to do this. Let me do it. So I, I think you're right. When When we are supposed to do something, we can't shake that feeling. We can't, you know, avoid it any longer. We must do what what we have been um, what we have been inspired to do. I love that. Thank you for sharing that that piece. Now, yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Now, for for so many of the others that I talk to, there's a particular thing that they want to accomplish 
with their book. Like they want to challenge someone to to stop a bad habit. They want to encourage people to keep walking in faith. Um, Some folks are just simply sharing a point of view because they're trying to, you know, allow people or give people permission to think outside of the box. Is there any particular thing that or theme that you are trying to um, achieve with the readers? Is there a particular message that you want to make sure that they take away having read your book? Well, the message I wanted the reader to take away after having uh, read the the book is uh, that the church has not been uh, what God has called us to be. Uh, We are supposed to be a called-out people, uh, set aside, consecrated for the the work and the purpose of of the God that we serve. And the church has not been diligent in being what God purposed us to be because we've taken on the mindset of the culture. Uh, We want to go along with societal norms. We want to be a part of a world that the Bible tells us to come out of. Um, so in essence, the the work is really an indictment uh, against the church uh, for not being what God has called us to be. Um, we have, you know, pastors and church leaders, whatever they want to call themselves, uh, who have not been on their post, uh, who have not told their people the truth. Uh, who have compromised and catered to the needs and the wants of the people. Uh, and that's not what God called us to do. Uh, we have to tell the truth when they like it and when they don't like it, whether they agree with it or uh, disagree with it. Uh, our obligation is to God first. And so uh, we can't be uh, passive. Uh, we cannot be um, timid or reluctant when it comes to speaking on or living what God has called us to speak on or what he has called us to live. And unfortunately, we have churches uh, that have taken that route. And as a result, uh, a lot of the congregations or God's people, uh, their view of God has been tainted and the wool has been pulled over their eyes. So the work was designed to expose all of that and to give a call, if you will, uh, to the body of Christ to return to doing things the way that God intended when he established the church in the second chapter of Acts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I really, I really love it when, when you read a book and you feel as though the time that you spent with that book was not wasted. And I think that that's what I like about your book, that whether you agree or disagree, because if you were face-to-face with someone, sometimes they're going to say something and, and you are going to agree with what they say. Sometimes you're going to disagree with what they say. But that's, that's not necessarily the point. I like how you are just simply challenging people to think and to agree with the parts they agree on and the parts that they don't agree on. It still gives them something to chew on and to to contemplate later. So I, I love that your book does that, and and that is that is a great way to spend time with another person. Now, before I let you go, Sajet, can you please remind everyone? Because I know everyone wants to know what's the title of your book one more time. 
where can we get a copy? And anyone who wants to reach out to you, what's the best way to do that? Uh, the title of the book is Power or Performance, uh, The Systemic Destruction of Church the Way God Intended. Uh, they can pick it up at uh, any online site that sells books, Amazon, uh, Barnes & Noble, uh, Books A Million. They can also go directly uh, to Westbo website, westbopress.com. They can order the book there as well. And uh, anyone who would like to get in contact with me can do so by emailing me at cedricspearman at yahoo.com. I love it. Thank you again, Cedric, for spending some time with us here today on Modern Living with Dr. Antla. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. And listeners, thank you for spending some time with us here as well. You know what time it is. It's time for us to take a very short break. We'll be back right after this. Being with Infants by Montessori teacher trainer and world-renowned child specialist Beverly Kovach is finally on DVD and digital download. The long-awaited 3D disc set is essential for any new parent, grandparent, or infant caregiver wanting respectful relationships with infants and their care. Being with Infants is broken down into 20 easy-to-digest video lessons, complete with demonstrations. Everything from diapering, feeding, the proper way of picking up infants, sleep, crying, environment, play, weaning, and much more are covered. Being with Infants is available on DVD and digital download at Walmart, Target, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. Order today and be sure to follow Being With Infants on Facebook for free bonus content. Thank you guys know that there is one part of the show that I absolutely love, and that's looking at the leaderboard and giving a shout out to all of the countries that are tuning in. So thanks for the U.S. of A., my home country, coming in in the number one spot. Number two is the Philippines. Number three is Australia. Number four is Canada. And last is, or number five is Russia. Thanks, you guys, for tuning in and making our show an international success. Well, until next time, everyone, may you have great mental health. Until next time, everyone, bye-bye.